Morning, bro. Morning. How you doing? I'm well, and you? I'm good. So here we are again. Were you up late watching the uh, basketball game? Um, I mean, I watched most of the fourth quarter and knew it was over. So you knew it was over, huh? Yeah, they weren't. They weren't going to close that gap. No. Wow. Okay. I guess you should have been doing in-game betting then and nailing that, huh? Sure. If I had a source that I could do that with. Really? Okay. <clears throat> I, I figure you're, you know, never mind. All right. Well, lots, lots to cover this week, John. Um, I, I, I don't know where, where we want to begin. Uh, I am surprised that you watched the NBA game, as a matter of fact. So, uh, what, what what are your takeaways? I mean, this morning it's all about Steph's legacy, I guess. But is is that where you think we should be? Uh, I mean, four titles in eight years. I'd say it's pretty solid. Yeah. Kind of did it with that. That that's that's what you're going with is pretty solid. Not not like his brother, great one of the greatest of all time, sort of thing. His brother. He, he has a brother, you know. Yeah. You think he's the greatest of all time? No, no. His brother tweeted that, you know, you, you should only talk about Steph if you're going to talk about him as one of the greatest of all time. <clears throat> he's definitely one of the best shooters in the history of the NBA. I will give him that. Um, I mean, you can shoot like he can from anywhere on the court. It definitely makes it a different level, but maybe one of the best in this era of the NBA? Maybe. Maybe. Wow. You're, you're doing a lot of qualifying. So you're not ready to, you're not ready to throw too many plaudits at him. So here's my question. And I know this is a terrible thing to do the, the very morning after. Will they do it again? Give, mm-hmm. Given the pieces they have and who that looks like they will have to beat <clears throat> in the future. Uh, is this them sneaking one more for him late in his career and going on, or is this just is this the start of another run? Uh, I think this could be the start of another run. I mean, I don't. I mean, they're still going to have Wiggins. They still have Clay next year. Um, then whatever they get to fill in the gaps after that. Yeah, I. Yeah, I think they kind of ca- caught lightning in the bottle and got a little help from some team. I mean, the fact the Suns couldn't get there to play them in the in the conference final probably didn't hurt. Well, and they didn't exactly dominate the Mavs either. And I think the Mavs will be their, you know, the Suns and the Mavs are going to be probably two of their biggest hurdles in the next couple of years. Right. And, and Curry's not getting any younger. He's 34. I, I forgot he played – he played a full career in college. Right. Yeah, well, he needed to. So, uh, I, I, think, I think in terms of those kinds of choices. So, yeah, he, yeah. he's 34, and, and uh, you know, he, he missed a season two years ago, right, and with an injury and was, was beat up a bit this year. So, and I'm not sure Thompson's back. To, it does not look like the Clay Thompson of 2019. No. Uh, so, uh, well, it, it's just, 
I think it's an interesting question. I think it's amazing that they did what they did this time, but it'll be interesting to see if they can, you know, wiggle their way back, back again uh, through all that they'll have to do. And you're right. I mean, I mean, Wiggins really showed how good he can be. I think Cool Cool looks like he's a good player for some time, and I think Looney's been a surprise, but. Uh, it's not sure. It's not sure the older parts are going to be able to hold up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah so. I, don't, I don't think Clay uh, Thompson's very, very young either. No, no. I think they came up together. So, uh, yeah. So, I okay. We we've had this we've had this discussion several times, uh, and maybe we shouldn't belabor it. But uh, the Celtics came out really hot last night. And uh, looked like they might blow them off the court. And then it was like, I mean, at halftime, the ESPN, yeah, whatever they are, the ESPN crew couldn't couldn't stop criticizing their lack of effort, John. So how do you how do you do that in an elimination? Just seem to not want it and, and, and as much. Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, they got boat raced in that second quarter and yes they did. i don't know if it was i mean you know, I, the, I, the halftime the halftime stats they, they had been out out rebounded by some huge number uh they they had been they, they had turned the ball over like what 13 times at halftime or something like that you know they were turning it over they weren't going for rebounds uh you know they were making what uh Gundy called desperate plays on offense. So, I mean, yeah, it just wasn't pretty. And, and again, it's amazing that teams at home needing a game don't have more intensity and focus that, than uh, they did in several games in the, uh, in the playoffs. Yeah. And I think yeah. Jason, Jason Tatum did not help his stock any last night. No, he only had 13 points, shot poorly from the field. Uh, Jalen Brown looked good. Yeah, Brown looked like he wanted to win. He and Horford. Yeah. Uh, so so uh, th- does Marcus Smart flop more than a, uh, a uh, EPL player? Yeah, it's, it's, man, it's one of the reasons why I just am struggling to watch the NBA anymore. It's just it's the flopping the like the, when they drive the lane and they do that thing where they throw their head back as they shove their forearm into their d- defender like as they initiate contact and they flip their head back like they're been in a head-on collision. It's just yeah, it's it's, t- it's tough for me to watch. It's just not the basketball I grew up on and you know the '80s and '90s when it, that was. I think the all-time peak for the NBA. That was when hoops was awesome. Yeah. So, so did you see the uh, the offensive foul on Looney at one point on on Grant Williams? Mm-mm. Yeah, where where he swung his elbow and and uh, I guess he clipped him on the chin and in, in the mouth with his elbow. You know, he had the ball and it was swinging around. And unlike college, they don't have a uh, what is it a cone, uh, you know, cylinder rule? So he was in, in his face. 
Well, you know, Looney's taking a dribble before Williams flops, you know, and it's like there's this little delay, and they, and they showed the replay, and it's like the first time you don't even know that Looney's hitting because by the time he dives, falls to the floor, you know, we were way past, you know, way past that, and then they show, and yeah, he clipped him, and it's like, oh, I'd better flop here. Nobody's going to blow a whistle. So <laughs> it's, it's just, yeah, it's a, yeah, it is not, it does not make the game better. And, uh, you know, I don't know how you, how you change that. It's, it's become part of the game. They'd rather, rather flop uh, than, uh, and then, and then uh, somebody made, made the point, I think it was Jalen Rose made the point at halftime. They need to stop working the officials and start worrying about playing the game. You know, yeah, yeah, and that's what I think it's more about. In for every team, it seems just seems like they're always trying to work the officials for an extra foul and the continuations, and you know, guys flying backwards and hitting the ground on a three pointer, trying to get that extra right, extra free throw shot. I mean, it's I guess it's. It's strategy, if you want to put it that way. But for me, it's just not entertaining. Well, yeah. Well, you're not in a good position laying on the floor uh, to to play defense going the other way. So mm-hmm. I, I know I know your 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 champion, Mister Knight, would would be absolutely livid at people pulling such crap mm-hmm. because uh, you know he he would never want to play five on four uh, no. defense. Uh, so. Yes, so that that is uh, the Warriors win. Um, uh, their uniforms looked sharp last night. I think it's the first time uh, in the series they've worn those. So uh, we, we're going to do a lot of uh, style um, discussion today. So we might as well start by saying how sharp the blue with yellow trim looked last night. And uh, yeah, I liked it as well. Yeah, I thought it looked sharp. Yeah, and. Uh, um, I do not know what to tell the Celtics. I mean, we talk about uh, the Warriors being back. You would think with the young core the Celtics have, they would be back. But uh, it's a tricky division, and I think uh, you know it's tricky chemistry, right? So, yeah, I mean, I would think that. I mean, the, the big—I guess if you want to call them the big three—which I saw your tweet yesterday that questions you know with Horford Tatum and Brown no I don't think it was Horford it was smart right so yeah you're making fun of the fact that they weren't actually big yeah well I I I think I think you're making fun of the fact that uh that none of them really are in that kind of uh league uh but uh you know you know they're not they're not Bosch Wade and LeBron no no uh anyway uh, yeah, the, 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 what were you going to say about the core three? I, I mean, it, I would think they're going to be back, but they need some bench help, man. I mean, they got, they've got, they, they had a total of five points from their bench last night. Is that right? That's, that's not good. Well, they do not have a score coming off the bench, really. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, I keep remembering Pritchard and White are the two who come to mind who come off the bench, and neither one of them you're going to count on a lot. And yeah, you got Williams. I mean, they got. I've got wait, wait, Williams. You know, he was a good scorer in college, but I he he seems to have uh, been defined now by his thug role uh, in in. in-
NBA. So that's been kind of an interesting thing. Uh, you get you get 15 points out of uh, Pool and 18 minutes of play, and you got two points out of White, right? 16 minutes and three points out of Williams in 16 minutes. So yeah, they were they were talking about the pluses and minuses at various times that the bench players for the Celtics this minus was pretty big last night. So yeah, White, had, well, White had a minus 26. A Pritchard minus, had a minus 26. There you go. There. There's John on it with the numbers. So well Richard done. Had a minus twenty. Yeah. Well. Yeah. So I, I'm sure Pool had a big plus number. So. Yeah. And that was also at. Uh, yeah, Pool had a huge one, plus eleven. Peyton Junior had it plus eighteen. There wasn't a single player on the Mavs or on the Warriors team that had a negative. They were all in the plus. Yeah. Well, that tells you, and the fact they got point, a bunch of points out of him. Yeah, he's he's not a scorer either. So there are only three players for the Boston that had a plus, and that's Horford at plus two, Smart at plus seven, and Brown at plus one. Brown only had a plus one. He had five turnovers. Yeah. Well, and he didn't sit out much either. No, he played forty-four minutes. Yeah. So so playing forty-four minutes when you got scalded several times would uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, there, there you go. So, uh, well, there was me doing the there you go thing. Oh, by the way, the, the there you go rule uh, has been supplanted by a new rule. Steve's not allowed to do impersonations. That's it. Yes, that is the that is a new rule. Uh, those of you listening, I am no longer allowed supposedly to do impersonations. I don't know who's going to stop me if I roll into one, but uh, there, there you go. Hey, Steve. Yeah. What did the drummer name his two twin daughters? I don't know. Snare and something. And a one and a two. Okay. So, John, it's summer, summer, and uh, I know you like to fish. So, so John. Well, you didn't think that was funny. That's hilarious. Is, is it? Yeah. I, I think I heard it in the fourth grade, John. Uh, 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 fishing, John. You know what kind of fish goes with peanut butter? What? A jellyfish, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. jellyfish. Yeah. All right. So, 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 John, uh, let's just talk a second about the horse race last Saturday. Did you actually watch the horse race last Saturday? No. No. Yeah. So, so John, just uh, so so we're truthful with our listeners. Uh, Mo Donegal did pretty much what I said horses don't really do to win yeah. the win the uh, Belmont. <clears throat> uh, sl- slung around two horses uh, at the top of the stretch and, and won uh, fairly much pulling away. And and Ness came with them though. I, I will point out the one and the two who led all the way around ended up in third and fourth. So it's not like, you know, they got blown away at the end, but yeah, Mo Donegal with a, uh, with a nice win. And again, uh, as, as we said last week, uh, New York horse, New York based horse. So that's kind of cool to see them win. And then they uh, interviewed the owner afterwards and he's a longtime horse owner and a New Yorker and had like 70 people there. And he was just so excited, John, to, 
to win to win the big one on his home turf and everything was clearly meant a lot to him. So that that's that was a, a cool story. And uh, again, the uh, the Wooden Memorial winner not being able to do anything in the Derby and coming back later to win the other ones is an intriguing. An intriguing story. I don't know that anybody can figure out the why of it, but there you go. It's, uh, it's good. Uh, I made a little bit of money, which is always good. Uh, but uh, la-di-da. 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 Yep. I can't say there you go. So I, I, I have to go with, I, I, I have to do Annie Hall. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Right. So anything to add to any of that? No. Nope. Did not did not clarify who's the best worst out of this group at all. Uh and and our friend Rich Strike, who you were against uh when we talked on Friday, finished sixth out of eight, which uh what do we say? Stellar performance, right? Yeah, didn't exactly follow up uh strong. No, no, no did not even hit the board. So uh, in an eight horse field, which uh <laughs> is 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 me means you're in the bottom half, yeah. So, all right, checking off the Belmont. Do we want to talk about TV or you want to talk about Nebraska? I do not want to talk about Nebraska. Yeah, but no, the Nebraska, you know, Nebraska thing's fun. Yeah. So, uh, Obi-Wan, uh, I, there were, I, I don't know if it was just uh, a thing or, or what, but my newsfeed suddenly picked up, uh, started uh, showing the episode five stories. I guess people were excited in some ways about what happened in episode five of Obi Wan, huh, John? Yeah, it was a good good episode. Yeah, uh, very entertaining. Very entertaining. Uh, some surprises. Yeah, a couple surprises. A couple surprises. Uh, John, I I guess I should have known this. I didn't know you could survive having a lightsaber stuck through you. <laughs> Wait, I got it one even better for you. Yeah. How is it that the stormtroopers they take like one shot and they're down, but Tala she takes one without any armor on in the gut and manages to live for like an extra ten minutes. Well, she's a stud. <laughs> is that what we say? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, and yes, the. You know, it's it's always that hero, you know, the protagonist, you know, like it's like in boxing movies when a guy gets just absolutely pummeled and, you know, he somehow gets back up and then lands one punch and the guy's down and out or. Crushed, yes. Well, this is this is true. All kinds of movies, John. If we're, yeah, yeah. If we're going down this rabbit hole, John. I, I mean, how many movies have you seen where. Where the bad guys have a machine gun and can't hit anybody, and the uh, the, the the heroes got a pistol and bang kill, bang kill, bang kill, right? So it's uh, yeah, yeah stormtroopers are are pretty infamous for uh, being terrible shots. So, which I think the Mandalorian made a little quip about it at one at one point. Yeah, well, that's. Yeah, I, I, I guess they would really rule the empire if they if they were good shots, huh? True. Yeah. So anyway, there, there was a lot of good stuff. Uh, we only have one more episode to the season, John, which 
I think we said this about something else. How do they tie up? Uh, I, I guess I guess it's not that hard to imagine them tying things up, but how do they tie up and set up in the next season, right? Oh, I, I think they've got a pretty good plan on how they're going to do that. Do you? You think you got you, you can see this coming, huh? Yeah, I would say the next season is going to be more about uh, Obi and Luke than it is going to be. I mean, sure, Layla will be Leia will be a part of it, but yeah, I think the next one will be focused more on Luke. Okay, so there's been all this shit, and they've chased this girl all over uh, the universe, uh, pretty literally. Such galaxy. as galaxy. Is that right? Just galaxy, not the universe. Okay. Uh, uh, okay. Which one's um, bigger? What? Which one's bigger? Universe. Is it? Okay. Yeah. The universe is made up of many galaxies, right? That, that is, that is the way it works, yes. Uh-huh. Thank you for that clarification. Well, and I, I, I don't know why you changed my word. But anyway, uh, so they've chased this, this uh, girl, 10-year-old girl, all over everywhere. And so when the first Star Wars movie begins, uh, and, and their whole series of them, nobody, like, said, Darth Vader doesn't say, oh, that's the girl, you know. <laughs> I, I mean, it's like, you know, no, no, no yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's just it's just kind of funny how important she is now, and how you know you really don't get that feeling that she's so much on the radar in the no. movies. Yeah, so, they are doing this, you know, prequel wise. So it's not like I'm sure George Lucas had no clue that this stuff was going to be happening forty years, fifty years later. So yeah, but shouldn't they write it so it matches up with? What happened in the movies? Would that be as entertaining? Uh, maybe, but that <laughs> would be the challenge, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I I don't know what else we want to say. I I hmm. is this a spoiler if we talk about third sister? Yeah, Reba's. Um, yeah, yeah, probably, but yeah. I don't. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know how many of our listeners actually watch it. So, okay, well, uh, uh, she's changing sides, isn't she? She sure is. Well, is she really changing? I mean, she was oh, kind of okay. always on this. Come on, man. Yeah, for for four episodes, she was chopping people and uh, being a bad guy, and she's not going to be a bad guy, even though in episode five, spoiler alert, we find out she was only faking being a bad guy. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, I, I think it'll be interesting to see what she does in episode six. And I, I, I get that. Isn't she a uh, Jedi, Sith, something like that? Why yeah, she's, is, why she's is it that, that only Obi Wan seems to have any power against Darth Vader? Well, I don't know. Did it doesn't look like he has too much power over him. Well, but I mean, I mean, they showed the scenes and everything. I mean, I mean, everybody else, he just whoops their ass. You know, it's like I have no powers. You can pick me up and throw me across the room. You know, you know, nobody stands a chance against him except Obi Wan. So yeah, well, he is. I mean, Darth is the master of the of the old hand gesture too, right? I mean, he's. 
Oh, well, that's right. I'm not supposed to do that. Uh, no. No. Yes, yeah, I, he, I, I was doing the thing with my thumb and, 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 and finger there. Yeah, choking you from afar. Did you feel it? I did not. Well, okay. I need to work on it. Maybe you missed and, and hit Lewis because his ears ears perked up a little bit. Okay. All right. That That's I, – I, I, sorry, Lou. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that was very good. Did you actually watch the old – No, that was on last night. We recorded it. I don't watch I don't watch live TV if I have to. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, okay, another thing so to to concentrate on it is on Hulu, which I get because somebody's giving it to me free, and and so I, I think we'll watch it over the weekend. Give us something to talk about next week. Yeah. So so where are we at it? We we have not yet talked about golf, and there is lots and lots to talk about. Uh, so where do you want to start? Dude, how bad is Phil's putting right now? How bad is Phil's putting? Well, I saw the stats this morning, so I know I know the answer statistically is very, very bad, like 142nd out of 156 in the field yesterday. So, I mean, how can you – I don't even know how anybody could be worse than that. I guess I, – I mean, I think – I could have putted yes better than Phil yesterday, and you know that I am historically not a good putter. Well, I I I I was going to try not to be mean about that, John, but uh, yeah, I think it's pretty funny that you say that. But uh, yes, from the first hole when he didn't make like a five footer for par, he uh, yes, uh, and, and he didn't play well either, John. So uh, no, uh, he needed to. He needed to uh, make a few to uh, give himself a chance. He claimed he was prepared and ready to go. Uh, Which I find ironic because he played pretty poorly last week in London as well and putted poorly there. I guess uh, there's a chance he catches lightning in a bottle today. No way. I, I think it said he would have to shoot a career round on on a u.s open course uh, okay. to make the cut so well, he's one over through four so he's gonna have to play the last 14 holes at basically 10 under i don't see that happening no no that's lousy math right now the projected cuts it uh four three no the projected cut right now is that even that's not what i just looked and saw where are you? ESPN. There's no way the cut's even, dude. That's where it's at right now. That's what I'm seeing. You must be looking at a different ESPN than me. No, dude. I got. I got. Well, I don't even see the stupid. Oh, now thing. it just moved to plus. It says plus five, actually. There you go. All right. How many people make the cut? 70 and ties that doesn't make sense because there's 109 i mean i know it's early but there's 119 people at plus five or better yeah they got they got that number at least i think it's 70 72 anyway so he's not he's not gonna have to shoot what you said is he eight over he's eight no he's nine over nine over i think he's gonna have to get to at least plus i think it's gonna be plus two no it's gonna be four Okay. 
we're both on record. Okay. Uh, and nobody will remember to bother to, to throw this at us next week. But oh, uh, I he, he ain't shooting five under in the next 14 holes. I'll just – I'll go on the record saying that. No. And, and I'll buy you a pint of Guinness in Ireland if he does. Okay, deal. I figured you should jump on that. Yeah, I mean, I don't. You were, you were a little slow jumping on that. All right, so so it, okay, so I got you know. Here are our hot takes. First, the man Phil wants to be under the radar, right? <laughs> right. So he wants to be under the radar. Is the thing to do if you want to be under the radar to put your logo, wear something with your logo, with you jump recognizably you on two pieces of your clothing well does he have a sponsor well does I, he could just wear something with nothing on it that's you know right no no he couldn't no why would you do that well to so so you don't draw attention to yourself and the sunglasses the only guy on the fucking golf course with sunglasses on. And I know there was an eye thing at one point, and I read where he think now he thinks they're cool, so he wants to wear them. But, I mean, you know, you look like the bad guy wearing black with sunglasses, or is he playing that up? Does he think he's Darth Vader of golf or something? <laughs> I don't know. Good question. Yeah, well, I just, I'm just looking at it, and I'm just like, the visual is just like, does he not have any sense of – you know, maybe not to mention he's, wear, he's, wear something with this that's some fun. He's right? got his scruff going too. He's got right. a little scruffy scruff. Right. So anyway, so we probably wasted too much time talking about Phil Mickelson. Uh, there's other things to talk about. It, it is a wonderful golf course. I I wish sure. they came back more often. That maybe that would that would take some of the charm out of it if they played there more often. It's been since 1988 i i couldn't i tried to do the math real quick and i couldn't do it so um but but yes i, I love the golf course yeah the course is amazing it just looks just perfect in every way i mean there's just so it's it's oh it's immaculate yeah. blind well, blind tee shots blind second shots which we should get used to um yeah well, we will see some of that in Ireland, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. We, we, will, we will not have trees lining the fairway as goalposts, though. No. no. No, that's for sure. Yeah. In Ireland, you can hit it over into the trees and never hit a tree. True. Yeah. But you okay. won't find the ball either. Well. The downside of that is you don't have a tree to knock it down and potentially kick it back into the fairway for you. <laughs> well, as I recall from... 2016 there it might be really a nice. golf course over there to play off of so yeah yeah <laughs> uh anyway so the golf course uh you know the pond on nine is cool uh the visuals there the rock outcroppings here and there just uh yes it's it's been quite the it's quite the visual treat and uh it looks like a challenge I think the thing I wonder, and, you know, maybe I've got this wrong. I'm not sure the 18th hole uh, is really going. Uh, I don't know what it's going to set up for on on, on Sunday. I, I don't know that it's a great closing hole. Yeah, there's probably not going to be a lot of fireworks there. Um, but 
there, there is no creek to hit into off the tee. Yeah, true. Yeah. Um, but it's, man, it's, I don't know. It's, I'm looking forward to this weekend. We got some potential well, no namers that can, you know, put their, I mean, it's kind of a, well, Curtis Strange won his first of his back to backs there, right? Yeah. 88 and 89 was when he won his back-to-backs, right? So, I mean, he wasn't definitely wasn't a no-name when he won, but and then you go back to the infamous story of Francis we met. So, or I guess it's not infamous; it's famous. Right. The uh, the a- amateur, the American amateur beating the uh, the uh, highly touted uh, and many major winning. Uh, British uh, threesome. So, yep. And it, but it was 1913, which is even before uh, I, I I played. So even before you were born, right? Before before I was born, right? I, I, I'm I'm going with that. Uh, yeah. So good golf course. I uh, I hope the uh, top of the leaderboard changes quite a bit. Some crazy guy I've never heard of and whose name I can't believe they pronounce the way they're pronouncing it (laughs) has come out this morning. His name, uh, they pronounce, they keep pronouncing it Duffy, though it's spelled E-A-F-F-U-E-U. That's exactly how it's supposed to be pronounced. What's that? That's how it's supposed to, did you not hear, um, I think it was one of the announcers, you know, called him Duffy. And he's like, how do you get Duffy out of that spelling? And he's like, that's what they told me it is, how to say it. Yeah. He's like, it's like the foo. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it, it's, it's, it's good. Uh, South African. So um, anyway, there aren't a lot of Americans at the top of the leaderboard. We're currently hanging our hat on Joel Damon, which does not qualifier, which does not seem like a good place to be hanging our hat. Um, uh, I see Dustin Johnson's given one back already this morning, who is the highest American uh, big name, uh, among, uh, you know, anywhere near the top. So, um, yeah, it, it should be fun. Uh, I want to say what I texted yesterday. Uh, I don't think, well, rain last night here. I wonder if they got rain. They don't want any more rain. And if it doesn't rain and the wind blows a little bit, the greens are going to be a lot harder than they were yesterday and a lot faster. So well, they were getting pretty hard in the afternoon. I saw a couple yeah, uh, short irons just trampoline. They, they, they were saying at the end of the day that the one bar three, you could not actually hit it on the green and it not jump through. So uh, that, it will be like that on the weekend if the USGA has it the way they want it. And, uh, knowing the USGA, they probably have big fans someplace. So if they get some rain, they can put them out, you know, at 5 a.m. and, and dry everything out. So, yeah. uh, so there you go. So it, it should be fun. I do not foresee a high score winning this. High as in a low number, like a high minus, or you think they're getting into like the tens? I think, I think five might be a good number yeah i think i think by the time sunday rolls around you know late afternoons you know the the leaders saturday and sunday they're going to be playing some a pretty firm lightning fast golf course where you're looking at 
you know, maybe plus one or two is going to be, you yeah, know, holding, be, holding par or, or there holding. Won't many, there won't be too many rounds under par Saturday and Sunday. No. Nope. And that, that, that we have not mentioned the the classic U.S. Open setup feature, which they have gone whole hog on this year, John. With the uh, nasty rough. That, I mean, you know, I'd be very far off the green and the ball disappears, man. Did you see, uh, shoot, who was it? Somebody, I forget who it was. There was a whiff yesterday. Did you see the whiff on the oh. chip shot? No, I, I saw, I saw, I think it was Justin Thomas was standing over his ball and the camera was like five feet behind him trying to look down. And it was, you know, almost knee high stuff. The ball was down in, but he, he did not, did not get it out very far. So, um, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's nasty ass rough, man. So, uh, I think, I think a premium on accuracy, uh, I, I heard multiple people pitching uh, about this tournament, and they said, you know, this isn't about putting, chipping and putting because the way the rough is, you just got, you know, not, not, no chance. Uh, you got you to gotta hit a fairway and hit the green and two putt and walk away with the trophy. So Yeah, it's a pretty long course at 7,200 yards with only two par fives, too. Yeah. Uh, they 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 have it stretched out pretty good. There are a couple of those. I I can't believe they play on five hundred yard par fours, which mm-hmm. is, uh, you know, I, I play a lot of courses where they, we don't even have, you know, par fives aren't even that. So, uh, but then they play a game I don't understand. So, uh, oh boy, there was a uh, a question proposed this week that if if you got to start Thursday. At minus 72 and play for four straight days, do you think that you could would be the eventual winner at the end of the on Sunday? Which means you would probably have to shoot. You'd ha- I think if you at well if you averaged 15 over a day, you would be minus 12. So you could probably average right around 17 over a day, maybe. You think you could shoot 17 over on that course? From their tees, from their tees. No, yeah. no, no. I I played I played Beth Page Black last year from the gold tees, and I can tell you, no. Couldn't make that many pars, not without making double bogeys to offset it. Yeah, the four. There's a couple forced carries, you know, where you're you're going to be. I mean, even for. It, it, was, it was 260 yards to the fairway on the one oh. four. Yeah, which I can't carry it that far. <laughs> you can't carry it that far. <laughs> okay, right. So there we go. We covered we covered that. Uh, we we now uh, are, are mere human beings uh, versus the gods. So John, over or under in Nebraska seven and a half. Under. Under. <laughs> So this, of course, is where where the whole Nebraska is sitting. And, and the funniest part I want to hear about this is John never responded to this text chain that went on and on and on, didn't it, John? It did. It did. Between Swerve and, and Sean and, and me and John was included. I don't know what John was doing at the time that he wasn't chiming in, uh, but 
groups, as you know, amongst groups, if you've got the noise on, why does it keep pinging when there's nothing to ping? Right, John? Yeah, I don't. That's why I don't. Uh, I have it silenced. Yeah, at all yeah time. right. It, it, because this would have been one of those ping, 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 ping things. Anyway, Stanford Steve and the Bear did a podcast this week that was labeled a U.S. Open preview. But they spent more time talking about college football, not surprising because that's kind of their thing, yeah. uh, than, than, uh, than the U.S. Open. Uh, by the way, we're probably that, let me, that reminds me, I was going to ask you about bets on the U.S. Open. You got any bets on the Open? Got any yeah. bets you wish you would make on the Open? I wish I would have bet Fitzpatrick because he was kind of a sleeper pick going in. Um, I thought maybe the, for value, him and potentially Corey Connors – uh, Corey Connors is not playing very well, not as well as he has been um, up to leading up to this. But Fitzpatrick's been pretty solid. I like Morikawa if he can get his putter going. Um, but you know, because he's one of the, you're going to have to hit your irons good. And, and Morikawa is one of the best iron player out there. But he's yeah. not a very good putter. Well, and, a guy who uses a pencil grip kind of tells you all you need to know, right? Right. Um, but. Uh, Fitzpatrick, I thought was was a good uh, value pick going into this, and I considered it and didn't. And maybe I probably might potentially regret it on Sunday. Yeah, I, I, I have I have Connor uh, to make the cut in top ten. Uh, I bet I bet on my first pick in our pool, which was Rom, who I I thought was the best choice of the obviously obvious Steve. I picked him uh, amongst the foursome who are the big four uh Fitzpatrick I I I did not get the Fitzpatrick thing until I found out he won the amateur there at 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 the country club where they're playing uh in in 2013 which gives you kind of a course for course thing though I don't know that they said I'm sure the setup for the amateur isn't like it is for the open and match play is a completely different thing so Mm -hmm. uh but, but still, it gives you some idea to think he might uh, he might like the course. So, yeah. So that that's that's our that's our early thoughts about betting. And as I as I, I, I text the group yesterday, I would have bet Phil not to make the cut, except the number was so small. I, I think uh, you know I think he got like sixty cents for two dollars for him to not make the cut. Right. And FYI, he's made another bogey, so he's plus 10. Uh, FYI, uh, I was listening to a betting show on earlier in the week, and they asked who they had the biggest risk on for the week. And at that point, he said it was Phil. And uh, the, the person who was interviewing him was surprised. He said, well, at 200 to 1 to win, there were a lot of people, you know, that that's what it was when he won uh, the PGA a year ago. And you know, people are just uh, early on. Anyway, there was a lot of money taking a flyer on him pulling one out of his backside. So, which I, I found interesting. That, that course isn't set up for him. I mean, there, there is no U S open course that's set up for him. I, I think he's 52. I think he's proven that John. That's fair. So, so there you go. All right. So Nebraska seven and a half. Nebraska seven and a half. I'm going to take the under 
Who are they going to be? Well, okay. So this this is the other part of it that they were talking about them being potentially nine and zero before <laughs> before they go to Ann Arbor in Game Ten. All right, which they were not thinking they were going to win. Of course, to be nine and zero start, you know, they open in Dublin with Northwestern. Yep, they going to win that game. They're thirteen point favorites right now. They are thirteen point favorites. I, I, okay. So, I'm not willing to just concede they win that game, but maybe they do. Because let's admit it, they have not been any good for years. No. And even if you think Northwestern just shit, it's remember the opener last year, John, the opening game for Nebraska. No, I don't. The opener was the the weekend zero they played at Illinois. Oh, that's right. They were two like two touchdown favorites in that game. How'd they do? Uh, yeah, they, they shat the bed, as they would say. And shat the bed, as John would say, because it's one of John's favorites. And as I remember, I, you and I took that game head-to-head. Head head. You took Nebraska, and I took Illinois. Illinois' starting quarterback got hurt in the first quarter, and they still got beat by two touchdowns. <laughs> so so that's, that's, that is the Nebraska we're talking about, John. So – you know, two touchdown favorites in Dublin against Northwestern. I'm still not sure they're winning. Week four, they have OU at home. They win that game? No. No way. No way. Well, they, they played them tough in Norman a year ago. Did not pull, did not end up winning the game, right? So, th- this is the big question. Uh, and then they've got to be – I okay. They, I did not hear the entire schedule. These are the highlights. They play – after that, they play at Purdue and at Rutgers. Correct. Uh, I don't know what Rutgers will have, but, you know, he's a good coach. Mm-hmm. So that's not an easy win. And and Purdue, well, they've got uh, – I'm just we'll, – we'll talk about this probably too much. Purdue has the best quarterback in, in the mm-hmm. Big Ten West coming back. I mean, there is just no doubt that yep. he has quarterback coming back. And, you know – and winning on the road against the best quarterback in your division. Okay. If you can do it, they're not that going to be that good. So anyway, seven and a half. I, I already have bet the under cause I found the under on seven and a half and uh, will not be happy if I lose, but I feel pretty confident about the, Yeah. So because, and, and as I recall, after, after Michigan, uh, uh Wisconsin, Iowa. Stanford, Steve did not think they'd win a game after Michigan, or we're not sure to win a game. Does he think they're going to win Michigan's game? No, no, they're they're losing. They they, they need to be they need to be eight and one or nine and zero oh to get over before that game. Yeah, at seven and a half, let's just say they beat Northwestern. So that's one. They should beat North Dakota. That's two. They should beat Georgia Southern. That's three. They're going to lose to Oklahoma. They beat right. okay. I. What, what is there a line on Georgia Southern? No. Okay. Not yet. All right. Go on. Uh, yeah. Lose Oklahoma. Win against IU. That's four. Is, is the game in Nebraska? Yeah. Okay. I'll get um, lose against the Rutgers. They're still at four. Lose against Purdue. They're at four. Beat Illinois at home at at Nebraska, so that's five. Beat 
Minnesota at home. That's six. Yeah. And then, then, yeah. Yeah. And then, I mean, I'm being, I feel like I'm being generous here. Yeah. And then they're going to lose at Michigan, lose at home against Wisconsin, and then lose at Iowa. I see six wins. I don't even see them getting a seven. Right. Maybe if they sneak out Rutgers. You, you, were, giving up, you were giving them some tough home games as W's that they have not won for years. So, like yeah. Minnesota, being Minnesota at home, it depends upon how good Minnesota is, right? Yeah. Uh, even IU, you know, had a bad year last year, but if they bounce back and are the team they were two years ago, that game's not a, a give me either. Correct. Okay. So, all right. There, there is, there's our Nebraska hate. Uh, the one thing coming out of all this is uh, I think you will agree. We're going to have Sean and, and uh, Swerve on for a, an August episode, a round table as we do college over-unders and uh, talk about who's going to win how many games. And one interesting one is uh, Oklahoma is eight and a half, I think they said. And so, and of course, all this comes back to what you just said. You said, no way Nebraska beats OU there. Well, if OU's getting over eight and a half, they're going to have to probably need that game. Definitely. And, and uh, as always, when you, uh, who's going to win the Red River rivalry game, which OU has been very good about winning, but Texas has more talent than anybody, right? So right. it's kind of hard to. So, uh, and, and of course, the thing about OU, they have a new coach, uh, a new quarterback. Uh, they lost a bunch of guys, spread, you know, scattering everywhere after uh, Lincoln Riley went to USC. So it'll be interesting to see. Venables was a great defensive coordinator. How does it translate, right? Right. So. Yeah, Oklahoma at eight and a half was an interesting number, too. And, of course, uh, what was the Notre Dame number? Eight and a half or nine and a half? Whatever it was, uh, they were pretty – Stanford, Stephen, the Bear, thought the over was a sure bet. So, Yeah, they play a pretty soft schedule, so. Right. Uh, You you go down their schedule, you don't see a lot of potential losses. Uh, I don't know where they play Clemson late in the year. But that was one of them. And uh, they opened with Ohio State in Columbus, where I think they're now 17-point underdogs on the line. So uh, that would be a huge win and upset for them. But as uh, the, the uh, SS&B said, uh, they'll lose that opener maybe not too badly to Ohio State, run the table till they get to Clemson, which is like week 11. And people will be talking about them as a college football playoff team, or at least a you know a New Year Six team, uh, because of their schedule. Yeah, they play Clemson at home in November. It's actually Week Nine. That's uh, their. That's their. I should say it's their ninth game. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, lose to. Ohio State, beat Marshall, beat Cal, beat North Carolina, beat BYU, beat Stanford, beat UNLV, beat Syracuse, lose to Clemson, beat Navy, beat Boston College, and beat USC. I mean, they're probably going to be a two-loss team. Right. 
Yeah. I don't know. Be 10 wins. Well, you, you got beat Lincoln Riley and USC, and I don't remember where the game is this year. It's at USC. Uh, so that's that might be a little shaky. But, yeah, the other nine wins look pretty good, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So there you go. We've now done a quickie on uh, college football, just for those of you who uh, might might be, uh, you know, itching for a little bit of that. So, John, go and go see anything this weekend, or are you just uh, hugging the TV on the U.S. Open? I'll be watching the U.S. Open. Yeah, nothing special. You didn't go see Jurassic Park? No. I'd like yeah. to, but I, my wife's not a big fan of, of that movie. Yeah. They're, they're, uh, well, I, I, uh, yeah. So, uh, I, I, we might go see Lightyear. Lightyear looks good. Well, yeah, you know, the buzz, buzz has had some charm over the years, so uh, it might be just fun to go. Just, just uh, some dumb, dumb entertainment, <laughs> right? Rumor is, unlike a, a lot, like the movie Up, the uh, where Doug the dog which is my yeah. dog personified uh, steals the, the cat, the pet cat steals the show. Hmm. Yeah. Cat, pet cats are like that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, okay, John, one more week before, before the big break. And uh, so uh, ha- have fun. Happy father's day. Happy father's day. I hope you get your new favorite pair of socks and tie. Uh huh. Well, I don't think I'm getting either one, and I, I already, I already bought myself a Father's Day present, and I got a Father's Day present on the trip, so uh, I, I not, I don't think I'm getting much more than that, John. Yeah, I've already got. Uh, Taylor is in, in, incapable of of surprises, so um, my uh, Father's Day present shipped early, so I already got mine. <laughs> So what kind of snarky tea did you get? No, even worse. She got me a bunch of workout gear to in my core. So basically a home, I got a home Pilates kit. Yeah, I'll just leave it at that. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing that when, uh, when you, uh, yeah, okay. So, so John, uh, happy Father's Day, uh, and I'll talk to you next Friday. Yes, sir. Happy Father's Day, and uh, so the uh, U.S. Open is as entertaining as it um, has been in the past. Well, let's just let's hope it's as good as the USGA was, right? Yes. Yep. Okay. Thumbs up. Love you, bro. All right. Love you, bro. Have a great weekend. Goodbye. Bye.